It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On MLB Fantasy Minute is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the most fun I've had playing daily fantasy baseball and winning up to 25 times my money. Download the app today and use the code Locked On MLB for a first deposit match up to $100. Exploring my skills on Prize Picks this season adds an extra layer of excitement to daily fantasy sports. With just a few taps, you can transform $10 into $1,000 if you've got the skills. Prize Picks is incredibly user friendly. I can make my selections and submit my entry in less than 60 seconds. As the host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball, here are some rock solid picks. Opt for Shohei Otani to have less than 38.5 home runs this season. Opt for Bobby Miller to have higher than 150.5 strikeouts this season. And for Bryce Harper to have higher than 97.5 ribbies this season. Download the app today and use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Again, download the app today. Use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less takeout, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Boy, that was brutal. A seven to three loss against St. Louis. Not exactly what you want if you're a Jays fan, but hey, we can move swiftly by it. Ben and I have an exciting show for you. We'll start to look toward the trade deadline a bit, maybe, uh, or maybe even before it. We're going to give you some guys that we think the Blue Jays should be targeting in terms of improving that lineup that has been so lackluster all season long. And then we'll play a little bit of He Was a Jay, and we'll give you some fictional betting lines to hold you over to next game. Ben, are you amped? I I am. I will say we're recording right after the game, not a game that uh, necessarily gets you amped. Uh, the Jays, even though they went to extra innings, absolutely deserve to lose by four. But I'm excited because rather than for the 100th day in a row, not actually, but like 40th day in a row repeating that the offense wasn't good enough, we're going to look to improve it instead. We're going to play a little bit of Mark Shapiro and Ross Atkins because why dwell on this lineup? It's been 40 games. Maybe they're just not good enough. But if you can inject something in there, maybe they can become good enough. And thank you for making Locked On Blue Jays your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast. Hopefully you're watching on YouTube. If not, we're happy that you're listening anyway. Uh, all right. So like you said, Ben, we complain about the offense being bad a lot. But today we are coming to the table with some solutions. You and I both have a couple of guys that we think the Jays should be targeting right now uh, in order to improve that offense that we are so unhappy with. Toronto needs some new blood. They got a little bit in Bradley Zimmer and Rymel Tapia, but they have been bad to say the least. So Ben, why don't you start off and give your, your first one? 
Yeah, well, getting uh, Zimmer and Tapia right now has been like they need O negative blood and they're getting A or whatever. I, I don't know blood types, but uh, they haven't exactly been injected with the right blood. I'm going to go to someone who I think would potentially be a match with them. Uh, by the way, we were looking for teams that are actually selling. Like, obviously, yeah. if, if they could, yeah, if they could go after some great guys, they would go after some great guys on good teams, but that's not really how it works. So the first team I looked at was the Kansas City Royals because they have an outfield bat that I think fits a lot of needs for the Jays. And he's someone who the Jays used to see a lot when he was a Red Sox. It's Andrew Benintendi. Here's the things that I like about Benintendi. He's still has this year as the arb year and then next year he's a free agent so potentially his price actually is a little bit down because there isn't that much control of him going forward and the jays can wait and see whether they like him because i don't think they'd have to trade huge pieces he's a left-handed bat he's still only 27 years old turning 28 in about a month and this year he's hitting 329 with an 815 OPS. He doesn't hit for a ton of power. I really don't think that's what the Jays need right now, though. They need singles in the right times. They just need base hits and a lot of contact. And one thing that Andrew Benintendi provides is a lot of contact. He's got some speed. He was a gold glover last year as well. I know we're talking about injecting it into the lineup, but he's a good outfielder too. And with the way Teoscar and Lourdes are hitting, look, I don't think anything takes Teoscar out of the lineup, even though he's not hitting well. But Lourdes legitimately right now is starting to, I think, lose a hold on his job if the Jays can look to bring someone in like a Benintendi. I think he would be so exciting and the Jays fans would really love having a player who hits for contact and runs like he does. Also add some diversity to the lineup with another lefty, which would be nice. Uh, I like the pick of Benintendi. I think he'd be great. Also a good defender, like you mentioned, and he's fast. He's got the bat in his hands, and, and we've seen him in the AL East, uh, like you mentioned as well with the Red Sox. So Jays fans know him. Uh, they've they've learned to hate him or love him, maybe. Uh, and he already plays in the color blue. I mean, you just kind of tweak it a little bit. Come on over. Uh, I'd, I'd like Benintendi on the Jays. I think that'd be pretty fun. Um, you say the Jays don't need a power hitter and I don't necessarily disagree with you, but my pick, uh, kind of does. I'm going uh, over to the NL West where it's a land of pretty much three teams. If you aren't the Dodgers, Giants, or Padres, you don't have a chance. Hashtag Diamondbacks and Rockies. Um, Colorado's got one of the hottest bats in the game right now, and it's not a name that you would have expected coming into the year. CJ Crone has been absolutely ridiculous. He's hitting 330. He's got a 619 slugging percentage. That's like a Babe Ruth number. Uh, he's OPS is nearly a thousand. He's got 11 homers, leads the NL, uh, and over 30 RBIs on the young season. CJ Crone's going to move at the deadline. And you're just going to have to hope that the Jays are first on it. Because, I mean, the Rockies are under 500. They're dead last in the NL West. They have 0% chance of making it to the playoffs. You got to know that they're moving the 32-year-old first baseman that they probably didn't think was going to put up these kinds of numbers. This is a, a prime candidate for the Jays. This is a guy who's smacking home runs left and right. Will he cool off? Sure. But do we now know that he has the capability to do this? And in a lineup that could desperately use – a uh, kind of a fixed DH that you know is going to be there every single day, I think he'd be hugely beneficial for Toronto. Um, I don't necessarily think that they need a power hitter, but I don't think one hurts. Maybe that's the Yankee fan in me showing through. Uh, but I think Crone would be massive for this team. 
Yeah, no, he's a he's a good pick, and you definitely, even though I don't think they need a power hitter, it's not that it would be bad to bring in a power hitter. Obviously, you know the main way they're scoring runs right now is hitting home runs. So getting more of that maybe would be a sec- a different way to try and boost the scoring because maybe it's just ride the home runs and see if you can live or die by that. Uh, I'll stay in the same spot and go with Randall. Uh, never mind. No, I won't go. With <laughs> uh, no, I'm going to move to the NL Central. Uh, another guy who I think, for some similar reasons like Benintendi, could be of interest to the Blue Jays. Uh, former really highly rated prospect, ninth overall pick, Ian Happ with the Chicago Cubs. Ian Happ is a heck of a baseball player. He got off to a crazy start. He has cooled off a little bit since. But another guy, good contact, 276 hitter, 788 OPS. And what I like about him, maybe as opposed to Benintendi, is the positional versatility. You can put Happ in a lot of different spots on the field. He's played all three outfield spots, second base and third base. So if you're trying to basically kind of rekindle what you thought you were going to get with Biggio, but even more production than Biggio had at some of his peaks, that's where you get Ian Happ coming in. He's a guy who you could put near the top of your lineup and trust that he's going to get on base a good amount and that he can fit in the lineup in a lot of different spots, which for the Jays, if they don't trade for a fixed DH like CJ Crone, uh, it's always good for them to have versatility. So one day Chapman DHs, the next day Springer DHs, the next day Teoscar DHs, and you can just cycle people in and out. I'd love to see Hap, uh, you know, donning the Blue Jays jersey pretty soon. A power hitting switch hitter at the top of the lineup never hurts. Uh, I think Hap would be a great addition. Another outfielder, which the Jays could use uh, since the outfield really hasn't gotten it going this year. I mean, Springer's been good, but the corners have not. Uh, so to bring in Ian Hap, I think, would be incredibly beneficial for this team. Uh, I go in the direction of a bit of a hotter take, but also with the Chicago Cubs. I don't think Danny Jansen's playing poorly, but I think that there's no reason not to have another good hitting catcher who has good defensive capabilities. Wilson Contreras was on the market heading into the year this year. The Yankees were a team that were thinking about getting him an AL East rival for the Jays, who are probably going to end up in a battle for the division this year. Why not go in and swoop him before a team like the Yankees can? I mean, that that's a prime candidate for, for a team that might want him. There are plenty of teams out there who might want him that don't have good hitting catchers. Uh, Contreras this season, OPS of 840, he's got five home runs, he's driving in some runs. I mean, this is a guy that has proven in the past he has power in the bat, but also that he's a really, really solid and sound defender. Uh, I think having two catchers that you know can hit on any given day, uh, and maybe you can swap them in and out of the DH spot uh, just to keep them in the lineup, would be great. I um. Obviously, this is a lineup that will come around. I don't think that it's feasible for us to think that it won't. I think if we thought that, we'd be laughing at ourselves uh, in August. But Wilson Contreras will definitely help this team. No, I I think so, too. I think Wilson Contreras could be just, just a massive addition. You don't really find that many hitters at the catching spot like him, and then you combine it with his defense, and I think that's a great package. So Contreras, definitely someone I'd be interested in. Um, Yeah, I, I like Contreras as well. All right, Ben, let me tell you about Bet Online. Our partners at Bet Online continue 
To be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info, find all of the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's basketball playoffs, Major League Baseball scores, fights, and even next season's NFL futures. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet Online, where the game starts. New game day shirt, boom, cash back. Food for the tailgate, boom, cash back. Even buying a round can earn you cash back when you use your debit card. And yes, we said debit card. With Discover Cashback Debit, everyone can earn cash back on everyday purchases. In sports, it's hard to predict who's taking the win, but you know what's guaranteed to win? Discover Cashback Debit. Did I mention there are no fees, period? This one is a real game changer. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. All right, Matty Bones is Locked On Blue Jays, your Tuesday episode. And by the way, everyone, thanks so much for making Locked On Blue Jays your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast, recaps of MLB games with analysis from our local experts, taking fans through the season like no other network, free and available wherever you get your podcasts. All right, are you ready for another edition of he was a Blue Jay, Mr. Bones? I am, I am. I believe I'm on a little bit of a win kick here, aren't I? You did just get Jason Worth. Uh, I think you missed before then, but I'm not totally sure. But regardless, you're 13 and two, so you're overall That's on a wing kick. Uh, absolutely, I'm going to go with another season two guy, and I and I know that you know uh, this, but for the listeners who don't know, season two of He Was a Blue Jay, the difficulty has been knocked up a little bit because Bones went, I think, 10 and one or 11 and one uh, in I would season call it one or 11 and 0. I thought I got you with one season one guy. Let me get him. Uh, it was Darwin Barney was your yeah. miss. Yeah. He was your only season one miss. But I'll, I'm going to try my best to get you now with another season two miss. Your last one was Kevin Cash. He was your last miss. Your last hit was Jason Worth. For those who haven't seen it, essentially, this is a, a niche Blue Jay. And I'm going to give five hints about his career as a whole. Bones gets about 20, 30 seconds between each hint or three guesses to try and figure out who it is. If he can't get it at the end of five, then he gets a loss. If he can uh, at five or before, then he gets the win. Bones, you ready to go? I'm ready. All right, let's do it. Hit number one, this catcher made his major league debut with Atlanta in 2007. All right, I can deal with 2007. Catcher in 2007. Hmm. Uh, Brian McCann. No, sir. Um, Taylor T. Garden. No, sir. <laughs> Tuffy Ghostwitch. Not Tuffy Ghostwitch. We move on. Uh, hit number two. He was a J as recently as 2017. Huh. So this is a guy who definitely played in the league for at least 10 years. Um, yes. I definitely know who he is. And he you played definitely the Jays know five is. years ago. That's pretty crazy. Um, hmm. Not Jose Molina. Not Jose um, Molina. I won't count. That. I'm not counting that as a guess, by the way. It wasn't a guess. Yeah. Um, it was a pondering. Dang. Uh, all right. Well, I guess I'll move on here. All right. No guesses on that hit. We move on to the third hit. Uh, he played for two AL East teams in his career. 
I hope it's the Yankees. <laughs> I mean, like Chris Stewart. Not Chris Stewart. Um, it's a ten-year catcher, man. It's a real catcher. It's a real catcher. It's not Matt Weeters. It's not who else? Is it a Red Sox? I mean, this is a guy who started in Atlanta. I don't know if he played in Atlanta. Um, Tyler Flowers. Not Tyler Flowers. Uh, hmm. While you're thinking, for everyone listening at home, I'll move on to the fourth in anyway, but for everyone listening at home, Catcher made his major league debut with Atlanta in 2007. He was a J as recently as 2017. He played for two AL East teams in his career and hit number four. He was part of a major trade that included Mark Teixeira. So, okay, Teixeira got traded from – or he got traded to the Braves. Um, or was it? I'm trying to remember now. Like, 06, he was a Brave for, like, one year. He was. Uh, and he got traded from Texas. So this guy then went to Texas, I guess. Um, or was it from the Angels? No, he was an Angel after Atlanta. Okay, so he was a Ranger – one year brave, then an angel. So I'm going to guess this guy was then a Texas Ranger from that point on. Um, if I'm wrong, that would be bad. Um, let's think. Jared Saltalamakia. Jared Saltalamakia is correct. You are let's go. a winner. And number go. five was going to be uh, he was a World Series champion uh, would That's be big. my other one. But Jared Saltalamakia is correct. Uh, please give me the punchline first. He was a Blue Jay? Did you know he was a Blue Jay? No. Because he barely was. Uh, after starting his career in Atlanta, he was traded. You were you had the years off by, th- I think, like a year. But uh, yeah. it was 2007 for Teixeira where he was traded. Okay. Uh, he was traded to uh, – so Teixeira was traded um, to Atlanta, I think. Yeah, Teixeira was traded to Atlanta. Um, and the other way, it's a huge trade. Not only does Salta Lamakia go – Elvis Andrews and Neftali Feliz both get traded wow. and Matt Harrison to Texas as well. I didn't know uh, that. The other AL East team is obviously the Boston Red Sox. Hit yeah. number five was going to be he was a World Series champion. Uh, then he ends up in Miami for two years and then Arizona for half a season before finishing his career. Detroit, Toronto, Detroit. And he played 10 games as a Blue Jay, picked up one hit. In 25 at bats, in 25 at bats as a Blue Jay, he struck out 16 times. That's outrageous. But yeah. uh, he was a Blue Jay, uh, even though he struck out more than 60% of the time. And yeah, we went pretty quick. You want to do another one? Sure. All right, let's do a season one guy. I got, I got a season one guy. I think you're going to get him, but uh, we'll see what happens. Your record moves to 14 and two, and we move on. Next, Great. he was a Blue Jay. This guy's career path, already regret this being the first hint because I think that gives a lot of context. This guy's career path, Oakland, Milwaukee, Toronto, Tampa, Milwaukee, Chicago. Oakland, Milwaukee. Say it slower. Oakland, Milwaukee, Toronto, Tampa, Milwaukee, Chicago. I can specify with Chicago. You got to write that down. (laughs) Oakland, Um, Milwaukee, Toronto, Tampa, Milwaukee, Cubs. Okay, Oakland, Milwaukee, Toronto, 
Chicago. Oakland, Milwaukee, Toronto, Tampa, Milwaukee, oh, Tampa. Chicago. Milwaukee. So which Chicago's which? Uh Cubs. Okay. Oakland, Milwaukee, Toronto, Tampa, Milwaukee, Chicago. All right, it gives me nothing. Okay. Uh he was the Jays recently as 2019. 2019? Yeah. Jonathan Lucroy? Incorrect, but it would have been cool. Oh, wait. So he was a J in 2019, and then after that, he went to Tampa, Milwaukee, and Chicago. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Who went to Tampa, Milwaukee, and Chicago that recently? Um, so he's a Chicago Cub now, I suppose. Um, I'm not going to confirm nor deny that. This is like hard. I don't have a position or anything to go off of. All right. Go ahead. Next hint. All right. Third hint. The majority of his career spent with the A's. Okay. So he played a lose a long time, A. Hmm. I don't. Okay. I'm just thinking of catchers now because of the last one. <laughs> um, it's probably not a catcher. Um, hmm. Maybe it's like a reliever. Milwaukee I'm excited twice? for you to hear hint four. I'm just going to say. I'm excited for you to hear hint four. Okay. Um, what could he be, a pitcher? Like, I got nothing. I'll move to hint four. Hint four. He's a middle infielder. <laughs> I just oh. like that you were, run, you were running through it all, but you were going to get the information you wanted eventually. <laughs> okay. so, so while you're thinking, I'm just going to recap for people, for everyone listening at home. Oakland, Milwaukee, Toronto, Tampa, Milwaukee, Cubs. That's his career path. He was a Jays recently as 19, but a majority career A, who's a middle infielder. Hint five. Hint I don't five. even know he's in Chicago middle infield anymore. And he was a J? Like a was a Jays J. middle infielder in 2019? Like, who is that? This is hard. Yeah. Um. Milwaukee twice, though, is kind of throwing me off. And then Tampa. So I've seen him plenty. You've it's seen not, him. Yeah. I haven't even made a guess. You've um, made zero guesses. You can throw it. It's not because, like, the uh, only guy I'm thinking of, Joey Wendell, he's on the Marlins right now. It can't be him. I would. Um, I love Joey Wendell. Um, played a long time. Jed Lowry? No. Not Jed Lowry. That would be cool, too, though. Oakland. Jed Lowry's a uh, Red Sox. Long time Oakland middle infielder. Who? Cliff Pennington? Nope. He was um, a Blue Jay, but that's not the answer. But he oh, was wow, a Blue I didn't Jay. even know Cliff Pennington. <laughs> yeah. He was kind of a sick guess for me. That's a good. He was a Blue Jay. I can't believe I forgot to do Cliff Pennington. <laughs> well, that's Cliff a good Pennington's one. so niche. Um, Pennington, no. Uh, Lowry, no. Pennington was like, oh, yeah. I almost I almost thought I overlooked Marcus Simeon for a second. I would have been insane. Not Marcus um, Simeon, but that would be crazy. Oakland. Gosh, this is tough. Can't believe you thought this was easy. Hint five right. might help you. Okay, we'll go to hint five. Notorious glasses slash Rex specs guy. Whatever you want to Eric call Eric Sogard. That is correct, and you got it. That's why I hate season one, because season one just is like – well, I gotta give him something to get this back. <laughs> <laughs> so after being at Nation, yeah. baby. Yeah. Love that. No, I, 
I thought you might have him before, but yeah, Eric Sogard, uh, six years in Oakland, although really more just three years, but the only time he was ever really a starter. Uh, then two. He, he, I, sorry. I almost give you a natural. He was the Blue Jay. Sorry. No, go for it. Please give me a natural. He, he was the Blue, Blue Jay. Jay? Um, <laughs> uh, Jays picked him up in 19, dealt him uh, to the 2019 race at the deadline. So he was okay. a Jay for I, 73 I games. It's actually the best stretch of his entire career. Over 73 games, he batted an even 300 for us with an 840 OPS. And the Jays were like, sick, let's trade him. We didn't even know we could do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. That is uh, that is the second era, or second he was a Blue Jay traded to by the Jays in 2019. I've been recently trading in some of my junk food and, and you know heavier stuff for a product I use literally every day. I started taking AG1 because I just wanted to feel better and kind of wake up in the morning and not have that sluggish feel as I was getting to work. I want to be revved up and ready to go. And if you're wondering, what is this stuff? What is AG1? Well, with one delicious scoop of it, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. Bones, what's your favorite adaptogen? I'm I kidding. couldn't I even pick. <laughs> this special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, and your immune system, your energy recovery, focus, and aging. All the things, and those are all the things you want supported because, look, it's it's lifestyle-friendly. Look, Bones is all these things. It's keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, and gluten-free. Uh, wow. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything. Well, still tasting good. And I asked Brad Klein of Lockdown Syracuse specifically, and he told me that it supports better sleep quality and recovery while supporting his mental clarity and alertness when he's trying to figure out, well, is Jim Beheim going to come back? Look, to make this easy, Athletic Greens has given you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs for your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash MLB Network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash MLB Network. Take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. That was wonderfully said, Ben. Uh, We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Indeed. All right, we're going to move into a new segment uh, that includes fictional betting lines. So maybe Bet Online should take some advice from us. I don't know. Uh, I'm going to give Ben three fictional betting lines based upon tomorrow's game, and then he will answer them. I'll also give my opinions, and uh, we'll move from there. Ben, are you ready? Yes, I will state that I'm making all of these picks on gut feeling and not that much research. Uh, and this isn't a joke, but Locked on Syracuse host Brad Klein once interviewed an odds maker for a betting site that I will not name who said you should never do any research. So that's what I'm doing right now, although I think he was trying to dupe people into losing money. That wasn't <laughs> bet online. It wasn't bet online. I can it tell you. It was not bet online. We it was not bet online. <laughs> yeah. um, all right. First one is Kevin Gosman innings pitched over or under six and a half. So just to clarify for the people at home, six and a third would be over 
six and a half because you're talking you're not talking yeah. halves as in like parts of innings. So uh, I'm going to say over. I, I think he pitches into the seventh inning. I, I didn't think today that the St. Louis offense looked all that great. They barely kept pace with the Jays offense, who looked pretty terrible. So uh, I, I'm going to say Gosman goes over. He's been pretty nasty this year, uh, and I kind of expect him to at least get six innings. And maybe against like you know the really really high powered teams like the Yankees or the Dodgers, that's when he gets stumbled. I, I don't see it against St. Louis. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think uh, we'll get a good Gosman start, especially because the last one wasn't fantastic, uh, and he's just kind of like that guy. So and they got young guys who have never seen anything like that splitter, like just have sure. no concept of hitting a pitch like that. Second one is also Gosman. It's about how good he is. Uh, over under seven and a half Gosman K's. I mean, I'm inclined to like double down, right? If I'm going to pick him to go seven innings, he's been so nasty. I think for kind of the same reasons, like there were a lot of young players that played well today, but once again, they just, they've never seen a pitch like the split, the splitter. Uh, and, and even until he hit that walk up grand slam, which is obviously a huge until, um, Paul Goldschmidt was not looking really good. So I'm going to say Gosman goes over there. I, I like him to go for eight Ks. All right. Uh, I, I, judging by my theme of, um, him being good, I'm going to go over as well. Just cause Gosman, I mean, the dude's nasty. The splitter's crazy. The changeup's dumb. The fastball's good. Like he's just ridiculous. Um, so, and watching him strike people out, it's just, it's just a blast. Uh, all right. Uh, how about team hits for the Jays? This is a sore subject, a little bit of a tender spot, uh, for the offense as we've been kind of ripping them all season long. Do they get over or under eight and a half hits, Benjamin? Under, uh, I I want them to get over. I hope they get over, but, uh, what I watched today, is not making me think they're going to get over. You got Hicks going tomorrow. He actually, I believe, averages a higher velocity than Hunter Green does. So I'm going to say under because that guy's nasty. And and frankly, the, the best thing the Jays did today was probably show a, a decent approach in terms of walking and not, not chasing. So uh, I'm going to say that they go under. Maybe they get seven, eight hits, but I, I'm not expecting 10 hits tomorrow. Nine hits tomorrow. You heard it here first. I'm telling you, they're going to hit the over. All right. Thank you for making Lockdown Blue Jays your first listen today. Now make your second listen to the Lockdown MLB podcast. MLB expert Paul Francis Sullivan brings humor, passion, and a unique perspective on every team and the biggest stories around the league. Follow the number one daily league-wide podcast, Lockdown MLB, on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. We will see you next time. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.